Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Thursday, May 5th. I lived a Pharisee. Today's scripture reading, Galatians chapter 1, verses 13 and 14 from Mike's Amplified Version, which reads, You heard how I once rolled within the confines of Judaism, how passionately I rolled right over gathered communities of Jesus people, hunting them, gutting them like animals. Indeed, my career prospects within Judaism were soaring way over the heads of my colleagues, leaving my comrades in the dust of my over-the-top zeal for our heritage and our ancestral traditions. This is God's Word. In that narrative of the early Jesus movement among his first followers that we know as the book of Acts, Luke shares the crowning moment of Paul's witnessing career, that moment when he stood before kings and queens and governors and officials and officers and was given the platform on which to say whatever he wanted. Significantly, he didn't share a set of theological or doctrinal propositions, nor did he dip into philosophical excursions perhaps more suited for Athens he told the story, specifically his story, which had become an extension of Jesus' story. This is what happens. When we encounter Jesus, our story becomes an extension of his story, of the story. And as Paul spoke before that august and royal audience, the chain on his wrist and his ankle clanking with each move and gesture, He shared a story defined by the movement of three powerful, life-shaping verbs. I lived a Pharisee, I heard a voice, and I was not disobedient. This we will take as our outline as we read Paul's words there, you'll find them in Acts 26, alongside his words here in his letter to the Galatians, and allow the one to reflect on the other. Luke records Paul's words in Acts 26, From the time of my youth, my life has been lived among my own people in Jerusalem, practically every Jew in town who watched me grow up, and if they were willing to stick their necks out, they tell you in person, knows that I lived as a strict Pharisee, the most demanding branch of our religion. It's because I believed it and took it seriously, committed myself heart and soul to what God promised my ancestors, the identical hope, mind you, that the twelve tribes have lived for night and day all these centuries. It's because I've held on to this tested and tried hope that I'm being called on the carpet by the Jews. They should be the ones standing trial here, not me. For the life of me, I can't see why it's a criminal offense to believe that God raises the dead. I admit that I didn't always hold to this position. For a time, I thought it was my duty to oppose this Jesus of Nazareth with all my might. Backed with the full authority of the high priest, I threw these believers, I had no idea they were God's people, into the Jerusalem jail, right and left, and whenever it came to a vote, I voted for their execution. I stormed through their meeting places, bullying them into cursing Jesus, a one-man terror obsessed with obliterating these people. And then I started on the towns outside Jerusalem. Pause. Isn't it remarkable how the most discordant notes from our former lives 
are retuned with a perspective of encountering Jesus into one long melody of God's grace and goodness. I don't see Paul reciting these lines with downcast face and mumbled voice covered with shame. They're all part of the whole, even the bitter, darker parts. No, especially the bitter, darker parts. Everything ultimately belongs. Nothing is wasted. Everything is divinely leveraged. All of me, the worst of me, is ultimately redeemed and fashioned into a stage upon which the divine tale of grace is told, even when I lived a Pharisee. So, you might consider reading how Paul repeats his story in a more summary form in his first letter to Timothy. You'll find it in 1 Timothy 1, 12-17. Read it aloud. See what you see. See how it adds and resonates with what we've been reading in Galatians and in Acts. Then pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer. How have you seen your story become an extension of Jesus' story? Or are you still waiting for that connection to be made? What connection, if any, do you feel with Paul's story of his past life before he knew Jesus? How might you too have lived a Pharisee? What encounter changed that? What does that change look like for you? Lord, make my story an extension of yours, especially the dark and undesirable parts. Deliver me from the fear that would make me hide it as I allow you to refashion it as a platform on which to yet again sing your song of amazing grace. Through your Spirit, with, upon, and in us. Amen.